Hey, can we talk about this? Welcome to the show about the unimportant topics with extremely important implications. We're here to talk about the things we know you're thinking about. I finally got it right. You got it right. I never get it right. You nailed it. Um, hey, Aileen. Hi, Ben. We're joined by a guest today. We have a guest. Why don't you introduce yourself? I am guest. My name is Nick Bridges. <laughs> I am a colleague and dear friend of both our hosts. That is the truth, sort of. Um, dear who, was a stretch. But who were you friends with first, though? I was friends with Aileen first. That's right. Mm-hmm. We, go, yes. we go back years, actually. Yes. Yeah. You were friends' friends before you were forced friends via being in the same workplace. That's correct. Yes. You guys are forced friends. Right. Like, we're really correct. not friends. No. Mm-hmm. Because we met through work. Yeah. All yes. those, like, hundreds of ping pong games meant nothing to me. No. The times we went out to drink or I've seen you outside of the office. Yep. Yeah. No. Don't count. Yeah. Um, I'm really excited because we have a pretty fun topic uh, yes, today. We and we have a guest, which has been a little bit of some time since we had a guest. Yeah. Um, we're here today to talk about comedy. Mm-hmm. Comedy. Um, Aileen, why don't you give a little bit of a background on the subject, maybe what we'll talk about today, and maybe why. Sure. So this came about because uh, we all love comedy in all its forms. We think we're hilarious, and our friend Nick is very into comedy. He's taken a bunch of classes in improv and sketch writing, and yeah, we're just making jokes all the time. So my parents are about... very proud, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, did you? So you knew you were going to be on the show. I did. You're I brought a, no notes. You're though. a comedian. You brought no notes. Yeah, Nick has no notes. But be honest with us. Did you think about some things that you knew you wanted to slide in there, like that line? My parents are very proud. I actually didn't. That one was straight out of okay. Improv 101. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I did. I wanted to talk at some point about. Like times that we laugh cried. Okay, that's the only thing I really thought about going into. This. <laughs> okay, because my my thought in terms of like an actual comedian, um, do you always are you always trying to think of things to be fu- like to point jokes at? Is that just how you see the world now? Of always trying to fit in like a joke or be funny? Do you feel like forced to always try to make jokes since you do this? I don't, especially in the workplace. Mm. I think we mm. work with a lot of people who who love dead themselves <laughs> and think they're very funny and they you know, they're great people. So they they're making a lot of jokes. So I spend all my time outside of work doing that. Mm. So I just kind of let the office uh, kind of dictate the humor by day. Mm. Um, so I'd say I don't really try to slip in jokes, but I do. Like I'm definitely cognizant of like if something happens, I'm like, ooh, that could be a joke. Mm-hmm. I'm always like on the lookout, but I wouldn't say I'm like actively testing material on my friends okay that's rude yeah well and now i feel like i have or i do do that as well like i'm more observant about because you're taking that your could course be funny Is that... because i'm taking the sketch writing course mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because you kind of always have to be thinking about it and taking notes down of just situations that you get into that could be made into a joke by like exaggerating the situation a ton mm-hmm. like i was even Yesterday we had 10-minute massages in our office, and the woman was playing, like, 1950s music. So there was just, like, the At Last song playing. While... My <laughs> yeah. It's, like, super intimate. <laughs> and it was funny, and I was like, oh, I feel like this could be made into, like, a sketch because... Wow, that really could. Like, that's I'm already starting to spin. Yeah. Of... You're just the... kind of always thinking about things that way. Yeah, the songs get, like, a little more... 
like, ridiculous, ridiculous. Like, let's get it on yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> and then it ends in baby shark. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you guys are. I, I had said before this, I'm fairly self-conscious as a part of this episode because I am not a studied comedian. I've never taken a class. Mm-hmm. Not yet. But I think, not yet, not yet. And I, I do, I have an, a, a section in my phone of, um, or a notes section in my phone that's all sort of bits that I think I could write, trying to write some um, things I find are funny. Mm-hmm. You usually amount to tweets that don't do as well as I wish mm. that they would. Yeah. Um, but any in any event, I think that I'm a funny person. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the first question I'd like to open up with or ask is, or just talk about the difference between being a funny person and being a funny person. Like, mm. you, I, I'm silly, I guess. I'm kind mm. of insane. So I think that's where most of my humor or what makes people laugh is. But there is a difference between, like, you could be funny in a life setting versus like writing a joke mm-hmm. um, and it's a they're both funny but they're both very different you know I would say off the bat that they're not mutually exclusive mm. but I think more often than not people who are funny not writing jokes and performing jokes will be like are more likely to be good at it on stage mm-hmm. but that's no by no means like a hard and fast rule mm. like a guy like a Mike Birbiglia would probably say that he's like not super funny off stage but like is absolutely brilliant one of the best storytellers of our generation mm. um just like off the top of my head just wow. off the top just of his head the name dropping head. comedians i don't even know who they are <laughs> oh um, just you know him oh. i don't know him either i didn't Guys. want to say it though because i didn't want you to feel bad oh. <laughs> just <laughs> off the top of my head yeah. just you know. had a show on broadway mm. well a send me send me show. send me things and i'll watch them but you know it's like alien we mm. got our start because, and this podcast as well, it was a formation of the fact that we thought, hey, we have some conversations. We also are like silly people. And in our specific office setting, we have a specific like trait to us that people think mm-hmm. like, oh, we're funny or we're just very like spirited and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, we made a TV show. We made a whole TV show that was like a comedy, but like work update show mm-hmm. um you guys have also literally gotten awards for basically being funny yeah yeah you know what we're gonna spin it yeah. that way yeah. Yeah. yeah that's what the I'll spirit award was right yeah. leads green yeah um but uh you know i think it's like I, there does seem to be some sort of pressure that i had felt even at this company at times of like you guys are the funny people and you can do stuff mm-hmm. for us and like writing skits for a big company, all company meeting that we yeah. have to do. Like it's that when it gets forced like that, I like kind of freeze up and I'm like, oh, this isn't funny. Yeah. But well, then it becomes work. Well, true, true. Yeah, that's something I said that I've felt like a little stressed out about with the sketch writing class is you like want to come every week with something that's funny. Yeah. That's going to make everyone in the class laugh. Um, and it can be stressful to think about like, oh no, what if I write something and it totally bombs or no one laughs, like no one thinks it's funny yeah. because then it can affect your self-esteem a little bit of, oh, maybe I'm like not actually funny and I thought I was, but, um, it's just because you like didn't have a good sketch. It right. doesn't mean that you're not like a funny person. Right. Yeah. And also how much time did you spend on that sketch? Like, yeah. If you spent 40 hours on it and it bombs, like, that'll definitely hurt. Yeah. (laughs) But 
but more often than not, I bet the times where it doesn't go as well as it could, it's because, oh, I have this full-time job and all these other hobbies. Like, yeah. So you got to remember that. If I'm not saying that they don't go well, but yeah. if it doesn't, you know, and put, blame other things. Right. <laughs> it's, it's not, it's never a you. It's never, 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 <laughs> never me. Uh, it's interesting to think that even on a show like SNL, there's skits that don't go well. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. people... I mean, there's literally rankings of the worst and best skits of the night on that show. Um, so that's like a good reminder that even these people that have achieved basically the top of what someone would consider as like comedy and right. um, jokes that they can still do poorly sometimes. Yes. Like very sometimes mm-hmm. too. And that's like live television. Yeah. Nick, would you say that a goal of yours would be like would you aspire to be on snl would that be yes yeah or like a thousand percent yeah um it is like a bit like it can be like very nightmarish though like you hear Mm -hmm. horror stories about like you know working till 5 a.m not getting anything like being worried you're going to be fired the whole time Mm -hmm. um so i'd be curious to see if i would do well in that environment right but i absolutely would love to be on it yeah um both as like a writer and performer because you think about like how many like iconic things it's like it's snl is like the point of culture with like what's happening today right so you can tune in on saturday and whatever went down during the week like mm-hmm. they're making jokes about in real time it's amazing like there's it's a whole you know a whole movement around it almost. yeah it's so wild to think about the fact that that show is every week and they write all of those sketches in a week and they film all those yep. commercials ahead of time and then they're doing a live performance every week it's an insane amount of work yeah i never really thought about it like yeah like kind of that even in as much detail yeah and some of those like writers and performers like they're either they may be doing press that week they may be doing like shows during Mm -hmm. the week too like it's insane the work ethic those people have and the hours they put in to give us that two hour you know beacon of happiness right do you have a favorite um writer on snl right now uh, or performer. I do for for writer um, Julio Torres is okay. really good. He uh, um, is known for a lot more of like kind of like meta e sketches. Mm-hmm. So like, I don't know if you guys had seen Wells for Boys. I don't know if I have. I it's, don't think I have seen that. No. It's very interesting. It's like kind of like a noir like take on like Hasbro Fisher Price toys. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's really cool. It just like pokes at like how some kids are different and it's like a really insightful piece but it's done really well and it's very yeah. funny what's it called wells for boys mm, okay um people like him have like a really distinct style so like you'll like so like i just the other day lynn manuel miranda like added him on twitter and was like oh obviously julio torres wrote this sketch because it's x y and z and yeah like, when like lynn is adding you like <laughs> what, what a thrill yeah. So he's not a performer, or is he? And I just don't he, know who he is. No, he doesn't perform regularly on the show. Okay. He'll probably do like a guest thing every now and then. But he is a comedian in the city um, who day job writes for SNL, and I believe he's also working on an HBO show with Fred Armisen. Wow. I don't know how they find the time for all this. <laughs> I would be really, I mean, even just thinking about for like myself and writing jokes and the whole thing about bombing like you had said before i kind of want that experience i would love mm-hmm. i mean you i know i'm not gonna do an open mic and kill the first time or ever it happens. but it's just i would like to feel that thrill weirdly enough of like i think this is funny mm-hmm. i'm i'm gonna say this scripted 
and see if other people think it's funny. Yeah. Like, that kind of blows my mind because right. it's it would it's I really want to do it because it does it just seems so cool and to see what the response would be. Yeah. We've been talking about that for yeah. a while now. I know. I feel like you're getting there. I'm getting to a place where, <laughs> well, you know what's funny? I feel like my lens is shifting, which is a good start mm-hmm. of something silly happens, and then I start to think, okay, if this were a joke, where would it go? Sure. But then when, you know, literally the pen hits the paper, I just feel like I, I lose it, you know? Or, or what I have written down is just a stream of consciousness mm-hmm. of what I'm recounting as the joke. And maybe that would be what's determined or what's deemed my style of like just kind of telling stories like that. But I don't know. I don't, you know, I won't know until I do it. We should all try to do something. Try to do an open mic. We together. should. Well, Nick does them oh, well, together. Yeah. Nick yes. does well, them yeah. all That's the like, time. I'm two tomorrow <laughs> yeah. if you guys want to come. Um, but like, would you be interested in do, trying that? Like writing some jokes? and Yeah. Because I, 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 yeah, I think it'd be fun. I think I've told you too. I think you'd be great at stand up. Thanks. It's scary. Yeah. I'm scared of it. That's fair. But, um, like, once once you do bomb, it gets better. Like it, yeah. Once yeah. you hit the low point. Just write jokes for me, then. I'll yeah. <laughs> ben can eat it, and uh, we'll, yeah. we'll all be better for it. Yeah, so I wouldn't feel bad because it's not my joke. You wouldn't feel bad because you're not up on stage. Yeah. Win-win. Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. It's crazy to think about how when you do come up with jokes that, like, people do laugh at and then that becomes your performance Mm -hmm. so you're pretty much doing the same jokes every time you like go to an open mic with the exception of like maybe swapping some in yeah there's there's a definitely a like a a misconception that like every time you see a comedian they're doing like new things just yeah like so much writing and editing and like performing that same material goes in to make it seem as natural and stream of consciousness as possible. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I definitely repeat a ton of jokes throughout the week <laughs> and figure out what I like that like went differently in each one. Trying even a single word change can make a huge difference. Um, so there's a lot of trial and error. Yeah. I think about that with with um, musical artists and performers, but about wouldn't you get bored playing the same song for a 200 show tour it almost seems to me like it would be even worse to perform the same set of jokes for like a world tour because you have to convince if you're a musician there's some element of you could just play the music and whatever but you have to like convince people that this is net new for you Mm -hmm. to sell it and also like find yourself funny but Mm -hmm. it's the same joke like do you get bored of your jokes like telling them i do um, but then that usually means I need to either stop telling them mm-hmm. or I need to fix it and make it better. Because if you're bored telling it, the audience will know that you're bored. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so I'd agree with you that it's definitely harder on a comedian than a musician in terms of repeat performance. Yeah. But if they're killing. True. Who cares? Like, it's right. it's yeah. a great feeling. You definitely put up with the, oh, I've said this a hundred times when, like, you're getting this instant feedback and it feels so great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And another cool thing with comedy, post to music, is like, say you make it in comedy, you do a tour for a year, you release a Netflix special, you can't really do that material anymore. Whereas yeah. a band, like, will always have to play the hits no matter what. Like, you know, Blink-182 is always going to have to play all the small things every time they go somewhere. Right. My favorite Whereas, band. Yeah. I picked that. I just, mm-hmm. the, wearing the notorious RBG yeah. shirt, and said, <laughs> this person likes 90s male punk. Um, but yeah. That's a good point. 
That's, yeah, I mean, unless you're like Jerry Seinfeld and you have a special that's all about all their jokes that you've done that are really popular and famous. Mm-hmm. Or like, yes. You know what I mean? Like, a greatest hits, though, doesn't exist really. No. And he's the exception, not the role. Right, right. Huh. That's, yeah, that whole world is very fascinating. I want to, I want to try it. You want to do world tour? World tour. I'm just yeah. going to go, just go just on go tour. Don't one one tour. One, one yeah. in my silver <laughs> mic, straight to the world tour. Right, one joke. Yeah, say the yeah. tour. Just tour on that. <laughs> one joke tour. It's yeah. one five-minute show. Yeah. Just me telling this one joke. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I wanted to, um, and I still do, and might still, do, have like a YouTube channel. Mm. You know? I think about that a lot. And you have YouTube personality vibes. I, I think so. <laughs> I think I do too. Aileen very much, I think, as well, yeah. where we've actually even <laughs> talked about doing like, a video podcast of, of this podcast and just record it so that people mm. can see. Our hundreds of millions of listeners yes. can see. It's just but huge for my career. It would be an interesting... Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you're straight to world tour, Nick. I know. Um, Do you want to promote your book? You. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like uh, the YouTube game would be cool, but just so hard to break into. Mm-hmm. But I, I feel like I'd be good at that. Yeah, it's <laughs> definitely something that, like practicing stand-up, you have to do it all the time you always have to be putting out videos and getting people to watch yeah what would your channel be i i have no idea i've (laughs) gone back and forth between the idea of um like relationshipy type stuff but that's everything is so overdone like the problem is is that jokes about relationships so yeah well there's a couple different youtube channels i've wanted to have Okay. Fitness related, <laughs> naturally. Fitness related, or um, yeah, something about like my funny take on relationships. Okay. But that does it's not a there's not enough there. So I guess the other one would tr- sort of be like a me just like I don't know, it's like sketch sketches. Yeah. My friends and I when we were young in middle school had a YouTube channel. Of course mm-hmm. you did. And we made sketches <laughs> on YouTube. <laughs> And they're hilarious. Mm-hmm. They all have 10 views. Um, but they were absolutely hilarious. And we used to make these funny videos. We would be in my basement. We'd all, we'd write. We'd have writing sessions for these Table skits. reads? We, yeah, absolutely. Wow. We, um, we were inspired by a couple YouTube channels back in the day. And we tried to come up with our own sketch comedy um, channel. And it still exists. I cannot, I don't have the heart to delete it. I never will. Well, I have my Ellen videos. Yes. Mm. So I'd say that's my brand right now. Mm-hmm. I don't think... There would be enough for me to just have a YouTube channel of like Ellen videos. Yes, yeah. it's um, niche, but yeah. their fan base <laughs> is rad. <laughs> but yeah, those are funny. Just like going around different um, locations, trying to tell Ellen why I'm such a big fan and deserve to be on our show, and she still hasn't had me on the show, unfortunately. Yeah, which is but... actually kind of insane. Yeah. If anyone has ever ever seen one of these, they're incredible. Yeah. So if anyone listening knows Alan, let me know. Yeah. Again, yeah, we have hun- it's bound to happen with yeah, the hundreds with of millions so many. of listeners. Alan's probably listening. Have you seen any of my sketches? Have I showed you these before? I don't think so. Oh, I need man. to. Yeah. I can tell you that. I wish it was the proper medium to show you guys now, but I'll show you. Um, but, yeah, YouTube I want to get into. Let's mm-hmm. try it out, you know? Let's do it. We, we, I think one day people will see a video podcast of can we talk about this yeah. i think that's within the f- near future yeah we have to do it our fans have been asking for it since we started so yeah. clamoring for it really yeah um 
so I have a bunch of notes down. Um, I have a couple of, like questions, but Nick, you had said that you'd wanted to discuss something in particular. Yes, I love, Let's... I love the idea that there are random bits of comedy of all different varieties that have brought people to literal tears. Mm-hmm. And I want to ask you guys, what was the? It doesn't have to be the last thing, but like, what was like maybe the first thing that you saw that like you distinctly remember crying, laughing to, or maybe it was the last thing, or just something that was the most profound one, like. What did you last laugh cry to? Claire, clarification question. Please. Did it have to be... Are you talking about comedy stuff that's made you do that? Or like funny things in life that are were so funny with you or your friends that you started crying? I think both. The one may be a little... Like, we may not get it if it's like, oh, yeah, th- this fair. crazy thing that happened. But um, I'd like... I mean, if you have a good example of each, I would love to. No, that. and I don't. <laughs> I'm just, I was just curious. Okay. Um... I would say, so something that happened, it was maybe a month or two ago, so this is at work, we have um, a team like Slack channel, and my team is like pretty funny, and one of the girls on our team, she has this dog, and she was just like gonna share a picture of the dog, so we're like, oh, like he'll probably be like super cute. Um, So she shared the picture, and it was just like so unexpected from what we thought the dog was gonna look like, because she said it was like a poodle, but it had recently gotten like shaved mm. so it had very very short hair and then just this like giant poop <laughs> on the top of its head and he just looked like so like royal yeah. like it was just we were all dying laughing just because we thought it was just going to be like a picture a of a dog and it ended up <laughs> being charles who has become kind of like a staple in our team nice. and we reference him a lot so yeah that was so funny i it's it's i always i feel like i have alzheimer's or something like that because every time someone asks questions like when was the last time you did something very specific it was a very specific question i like i convinced myself i've never laughed ever in my life <laughs> yeah. you know what i mean like it's i i could not tell you the last time i laughed cried um just because i I gave it some thought, and literally, I was trying to think about this before, and I couldn't come up with anything. So I don't think I've ever laughed before. Yeah, yeah but probably not. I saw I saw a comedy show. The last one that I saw was Chris D'Elia, whom you know that I mm-hmm. like, but have a weird relationship with. That's a good we way to dated it. in high school. It was, yeah, yeah. Um, but he, there was one joke that he had, um, and I'm. It's if you guys can agree, telling a joke of someone else's. I just try to it's avoid it. It's always funnier comments. than when they say it. <laughs> yeah. That's the rule. Yeah, yeah. that's the rule. I'm not even going to try to say it because I think it's hilarious and people like butcher it. But it just, it, it, it did make me like well up. But that's, it's just that was at yeah. a comedy show. So like I almost weirdly expect to laugh a lot, mm-hmm. which I guess would be a hard thing for a comedian. Like you have to go there and people expect to be entertained oh, and yeah. laugh. But yeah, don't have any other examples though. Like the next time that you have one of those moments, write it down. Yeah. Just put it in the notes. And then, like, when you develop, like, this nice, nice little list of, like, oh, remember this time where you're, you were in, like, the best mood possible. Like, mm-hmm. it's a good little, like, reminder. What about you? Uh, the one that I always think about was a commercial parody of, like, Billy Mays and, like, general, like, oh man that sort of salesman's approach Yeah. by a sketch comedy group called The Whitest Kids You Know. I say, yeah, I've heard of them. Uh, I'm not going to say the name of the, the sketch because we have a PG-13 audience. Mm-hmm. Um, but <laughs> I did not see it coming, and I straight up bawled crying. 
Um, and it was very, very funny. That's and such a good moment. There are a lot. So now that you do say that, I feel like there's definitely a ton of videos online that have made me like laugh, oh, cried yeah. before. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was with friends too, and they were like dying laughing over how much you're laughing. Mm-hmm. That's always the best. Ooh, contagious laughter. But like big social anxiety is like you show someone oh, a video that you ooh. think is funny. Yeah. And Crickets. they don't find it funny. That's a terrifying moment in just daily life that I it's very 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 like it gives me anxiety yeah especially when you're standing over them oh yeah and it's like a five minute video and you're just like okay I'm just gonna stand behind you while you watch all five minutes of this video oh god and it's pressure to them too right no one wins in that situation okay (laughs) I'm gonna think this is funny or or else or I guess that's our friendship yeah Vine was the best I miss Vine you, every yeah, day. Yeah, you really loved Vine. Because you'd laugh and you'd be happy and then you'd go yeah. to sleep. Yeah. You'd spend 15 minutes, maybe an hour and 15 minutes on it before bed. Yeah. And then uh, that was it. That There were so many Vines that just like made me uh, laugh, cry. Do you think if you if Vine still existed, would you be trying to be on Vine instead of YouTube? No, I actually don't. I, okay. I, I don't think I have the brief. I'm not witty enough. Mm. Vine is really like you gotta be witty. Same with Twitter. I feel mm-hmm. like you've gotta be either super weird or very very witty. Um, YouTube is more like longer form video, which I think I'd be better suited for because I ramble. Do you know about TikTok? You know, I like don't. It seems like it's a Vine, but for young kids. Yes, what I think it? that's a good way of describing. It. It's basically that. It's a little more musical. Okay. Like a lot of things are set to music, and there's lip syncing involved. Um, but it's to me, it's the most like Vine we've seen in a while. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to bring that up to you mm. because maybe maybe Could you're not succeed. witty enough for <laughs> six second Vine, but fifteen second TikTok. Ooh, yeah. that's a whole nother yeah, nearly lot triple of nine seconds. Yeah, yeah, nearly triple. I used to be big on Snapchat stories. Ooh. Like I would make comedy out of my Snapchat stories, and a lot of people commented on it and were like, I can't wait for your next one. Like, I really had fans, and then I stopped using Snapchat for the most part. Your Insta stories crack me up when you have some, like, good ones, and a lot of... sometimes I have some good ones. A lot of yours... (laughs) All the time. They're always amazing. Well, you also post a lot of, like, environmental stuff. Yes. When you post funny ones, they crack me up. Yeah. And... There's nothing funny about the environment. I've noticed with you, you have somewhat of a like self-deprecating mm-hmm. style to your Instagram story humor that I very much appreciate. It'll be like yeah. unflattering angles or like silly pictures. Yeah. You had one the other day though that was you like showing a video of like don't step on the rocks oh, and then you stepped on yes. the rocks but it was and like the way that like, you laughed and giggled was is really really funny. Yeah. They were the, <laughs> like a sign that said don't step on the rocks and it was clearly like about the big giant They're rocks the cliffs, like, like cliffs in front but then there were some little pebbles that yeah. were right underneath the sign yeah. so classic. i stepped on those classic so, no big deal rule breaker um there's a there's a couple of those videos on on youtube there's this one guy who always does that it's like signs that say do not and then he does it but mm-hmm. like in a very funny and weird way yeah it really cracked me up yeah. I think I've seen those, too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we laughed a lot at lunch today. Yeah. Let's, yeah. <laughs> Let's go there. Let's go there. It was, the jokes were, like, a little inappropriate, but it basically started because <laughs> someone was talking about, back to the massages, these, like, 10-minute massages we get, she was saying how she likes arm stuff. 
when it comes to massages. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so we really ran with that. <laughs> yeah, it very quickly turned sexual. Yeah. Um, and I actually hadn't laughed even that much, I yeah. feel like, in a while in, the, <laughs> in an office setting. Mm-hmm. Um, but that led to what was sort of, for me, like the case of the giggles. Yes. Which I want to discuss because I, I find that to be the, the most joyous of times when either you're locked in with someone and you're just riffing off of each other, maybe uh-huh. not even laughing, but you like enter in this character, mm-hmm. or you just all can't stop laughing, so no matter <laughs> what you say, it's just like funny. Yeah. I love that feeling. It's a good feeling. Do you try to do you try to bring that to your comedy of like get them laughing so that they think everything is funny? Like is that what you like uh, certainly a goal. Yeah. Um and you there I would agree there there even in stand up there is sort of that shift like the last show I had that I w- that went really well, like I kind of got into like this rhythm, and like I felt like I could do no wrong. Yeah, yeah. And that's a, that's a fucking dope feeling. Yeah. Until Sorry. you say something, and then it's like everybody stops laughing, yeah. and you're like, oh, okay, oh, never mind. one too much. You, you don't like me anymore. Too okay. Far. <laughs> yeah. The giggles is the best. Uh, it's the best feeling. It's bad though when you are like trying not to laugh. That's the that best, makes though. it. It's the best and the worst because you're like. The fact that you can't laugh yeah. makes you want to laugh more. Yeah. Like, I was on a call the other day for work, and someone just said something that was so ridiculous, and I wanted to laugh so <laughs> hard, but you can't. You have to, like, continue to be serious. Yeah. And I, like, at one point when the other person was talking, I just had to literally put my head down <laughs> and just be like, you can't laugh, you can't laugh. <laughs> I do you guys remember we had a sales meeting once, like uh, like the national team, everyone was on the line, and someone had, was dialed in with like you know video and audio and all that, and I guess they didn't realize that they weren't muted and they were farting. No, <laughs> it was the best. What? Thing Me in the back row were just like arms <laughs> clenched, just like oh my god, this is happening. <laughs> what? No, I don't remember I that at all. Must not have been there for that. It was yeah. back at uh, three forty mad. Oh yeah, man, so it's been a minute, but. Oh, I remember distinctly, like, just clenching. Just, yeah, like, like, couldn't this, stop. Yeah. That's funny. I'd love oh. to know what goes on in, like, the brain in those situations when it's yeah. just, like, you're just in that mode of giggles. Mm-hmm. Because it really is just this, like, state that, sadly enough, I feel like you only find yourself in once every, like, you know, little while. Yeah. But it's so great. It's a really good feeling. I had, um... One of I had a, a giggles moment. I actually was phrasing this. I was going to intro this. I did think about this story beforehand, but um, I want to ask you guys: the first time you like realized we talked about this before, like mm-hmm. the first time you realized you thought you were funny, mm-hmm. or like the first time you noticed, like, hey, maybe I'm like a funny person, and what that story was. Because mm-hmm. um, for me, it was about the giggles, oh. and we, me and my friend back in school. Um, who he's dead to me now it's fine no. um <laughs> we we were in a photography class no we were like best dark. friends yeah, no. dark i thought that was gonna end with he's dead now so. yeah. yeah he's dead now no he's Man, great we're still be. close friends um but we were like in the same class and always had the giggles in this class because we just sat together it was a photography class the professor mm-hmm. was super laid back so um one day we just could not stop laughing and this professor was always very light-hearted but something just rubbed her the wrong way, and it was probably because we were just misbehaving the whole time. So we were laughing. She turns to us and, like, slams her books on the table and goes, what is so funny? And, like, she, it was just, like, a regular class, too. Yeah. 
So, and we were totally misbehaving. So she stopped the whole class and just yelled at us, which never happened before. And I just, in, in, in a beat, said to her, I was like, oh, I'm sorry, professor. Like, I had a big glass of giggle juice this morning. <laughs> and, like, immediately, and it was super serious in this room, and just came up with that. That was my response to her. And the whole class just started laughing. And she was she was mad at us when she said this. But, like, I saw that I got I broke her, yep. and she started to, like, kind of <laughs> smile and laugh because it was just so unexpected. Um, and that would always be, like, what I think about is my, like, funniest moment. But that's when I realized, I was like, oh, okay, like, I, I, that was just totally off the top of my head. But it was because we had the giggles. Anything giggles. can happen. Anything can happen when you have, you have some giggle juice. Yeah. 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 So I would I, oh, say mine... this to you guys, yeah. Yeah, mine was in middle school so i was very shy up until like fifth grade really that um, surprises the yeah. hell out of me yeah. yeah so i was super shy and then for whatever reason i like had this break out of my shell moment where i was on the bus one day and it was kind of like established that if you were in eighth grade you sat in the back of the bus and mm. if you were in fifth grade you sat in the front of the bus and i one time as a fifth grader went to the back of the bus. Oh, man, the and, cool kid zone. Yes, the cool kid zone, and started singing The Muffin Man. And I walked through the aisle of the bus singing The Muffin Man. And at the time, everyone thought that was funny. And that was kind of the moment for me where I was like, oh, like, I'm making people laugh by doing something that you're not supposed to do. Right. And then like singing Unexpected a for song. a shy little yeah. fifth grader. Yeah. That's and then bold. singing a song that is what made you silly. do that? I don't. I think I got like dared. Oh, yeah. Okay. But yeah, that was the moment. Was that around awesome. Shrek too? Because there's a lot of Muffin Man references. And it must have been. been. Yeah. Yeah. Weird. Do you know the Muffin Man? The yeah. Muffin Man. The Muffin Man. Yeah. Oh my God! And that was right around like fifth grade. Yeah, it sounds about right. That's hilarious. Yeah. Uh, for me, I don't know if there was a specific moment. I've always gravitated towards jokes. So, like, you know, the type of jokes that, like, everyone's heard a million times that, like, people call them, like, street jokes. Mm -hmm. um, and so, like, I would hear it once and I'd be able to regurgitate it, like, verbatim. Um, and eventually I just, like, would, I had, like, a list. I would just, like, not, like, 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 on my phone. I wouldn't just carry, like, a piece of paper. But right. I would just have, like, a name of a joke, like, Leprechaun. And I'd be able to tell you the joke about that. Mm. Um, and I just realized, like, how good I felt when people would tell me them. And then I would just... I had a knack for regurgitating it, so, like, people would laugh then. I was like, oh, okay. Um, so I wasn't writing anything, but, like, knowing that I could make people laugh with, like, just delivery-based. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that was, like, a cool feeling and something that, like, I definitely held to as, like, part of my personality was, like, oh, I got jokes. Yeah. Did you have anyone – because my, my dad is big, and he has a dad joke for everything, mm -hmm. as I guess all dads would do. But he was one of the big – ways in which I like learned jokes did you guys have people that you thought were really funny maybe it was your friends that you kind of wanted to like be like or a parent that you thought was like your dad or uncle whoever was funny yeah my whole family is pretty funny mm. I feel like a lot of it for me was from my oldest sister Elise because she's like um nine years older than me and she would enter film festivals in mm. high school cool. and she would like have me as I was probably nine at the time, and I would be in these films yeah. that she would make, and they were really funny. Like, she did one that was called The Nutcrackers, and it was essentially about how squirrel blood was like, um, <laughs> if you, like, drank squirrel blood, that you would become, like, young again. <laughs> so everyone starts, like... <laughs> 
like naturally out, yeah like, trying to like kill squirrels and i was and there was like one character in it that was like trying to save all the squirrels and i was like the younger version of her and <laughs> it was just so ridiculous but yeah looking back i feel like it was mostly stuff like that mm. that kind of made me want to be funny too yeah I'd say probably my uncle most. My my family, like my direct family, are, are not the funniest people, but they've always been like like big fans of comedy. Yeah. So like I like I watched like tons of comedy films and like all that type of stuff like at a young age. But like none of them could tell a joke or write a joke. Right. Um, my dad actually has been writing stand up because he likes it. Wow. Like, like he like anytime I get really into something like. He just like dives in. I think it's the cutest thing That's ever. That's awesome. <laughs> like when I was a season ticket holder for the Islanders, he like he was DVRing every game. So like we chat about it. And then now that I do stand up, he writes bits and like, all real really sexual bits. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like you do know you're my dad, right? Like, hey son, let me tell you about this one. Yeah. So uh, yeah. So your mom I was, and I, I was with the woman. <laughs> I was like Jesus. Oh. Uh, so yeah, I'd say maybe like my uncle, like he's the one I golf with too. So like all those sort of yeah. dumb guy golf jokes. Yeah. Um, and then just like, you know, even as early as like when people would send jokes over email, like those that somehow oh my find, God, yeah. find their way to me and then I'd memorize them. Um, but yeah. I thought I always had funny friends and I like mm-hmm. wanted to be funny and I felt like I wasn't the funny person, but like my friends and I, we'd always make those like videos um, growing up. But other than that, yeah, like my dad was was thought was funny, but like really, it just it was kind of like a jealousy based. My friends were funny. I was never like a class clown. I was mm-hmm. kind of shy too, like or like nerdy. Um, but just like it's fun when people laugh at what you say. Yeah. But I just turned myself into like a ridiculous person, which I think gets some laughs. It's also annoying, but <laughs> you know, it depends how it's done. Yeah. Well, we so it's funny when we were when we were all getting a rise today at lunch when the second you feel like the giggles catch on i feel like the three of us were all sort of trying to like one up or not one up but like we were all trying to keep that going yeah, oh, yeah for sure. in I your mind it. when stuff like that happens are you like you're trying to think of like are you immediately okay what would be funny and where could i take this what's the next thing i would say to keep this going because for me i was like really trying to think of like mm-hmm. funny funny things that would like just keep that whole after going I definitely think so. Yeah. Um, I will say I think you're a little. You can get a, like a little more lenient. Like if you if you throw one out there that doesn't quite land, like it's not gonna kill the giggles. Right. Mm-hmm. So like it's not a ton of thought, but like you're definitely like, all right, what would be good? Same yeah. thing. Like if you go like pun for pun with someone, like yeah, you're spending the time, but like sometimes it's good just to throw something out and see if it sticks. Yeah. I mean, it didn't it didn't hurt too that the person who was kind of the butt of this joke. <laughs> Then followed it up with such an innocent comment that then was also very sexual, (laughs) which was like the perfect, it was the perfect combination of like the giggles because it kind of came all the way back around. Uh, But like someone was at the expense of the joke ultimately, Mm -hmm. which is kind of a weird thing. We were making fun of someone, but then took it in a completely another direction mm-hmm. and then closed it back out with like, haha at you, which is yeah. kind of, yeah. But it wasn't malicious. At no, all. no. And like, they were laughing too. And like, it was one of those things where you couldn't say anything right. Yeah. Right. Like, like, oh, that's what she said joke. And you just keep like putting your foot in your mouth. And right. Just like, oh, this is funny, but I'm just going to stop. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I like it when that stuff happens to me though. And I'm the butt of the joke because mm. then you can like make fun of yourself and you can join in too. Oh boy. Oh. Oh boy. Guess caller? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> everything is everything is silenced. It's my oh. sister. Okay. Should I answer the phone? She's a nice yeah. lady. Yeah. 
Ask Wait. her if she has a joke to tell. She. So my sister also is hilarious. Hey, Emma. Um, so just so you know, <laughs> we're we're filming our podcast right now. Oh my god! So you're my our favorite podcast. Ah, yeah. there you go. We're actually the, the you have um, Aileen here and Nick. Um, we're talking we're talking Hi, about Emma. comedy, which Ooh, actually are you making it raunchier. Did you take my advice? <laughs> well, she, to, she said, "Did you make the show raunchy or did oh. you take my advice?" So I actually had Emma listen to our podcast. But she also has taken improv classes and stuff. So it's Ooh. funny that you call in um, on the show that we talk knew. about comedy. You just knew. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we just wanted to say hi. We were we were talking uh, about you. Um, I'll well, call. Thanks for answering. Uh, well, <laughs> fun. they I I declined you, but they said to pick it up. Do you have anything that you want to ask our listeners? Yeah. Ooh, something to ask them. Yeah. Or maybe just a good joke. Yeah. Anything oh, you God. got. Oh God, that's too much on the spot. Just tell them they want to get into improv play zip zaps off and yes and to everything okay yes you know what that means so they can't make it in comedy all right wait (laughs) i can verify those are real things those are real things yeah yeah well thank you for Um, the advice i want to talk more about zip zap zop so we'll do that emma i will i will call you back (laughs) call me when you're with kathy i will okay bye bye Okay, well, that was our first wow, caller. our first call-in. But very, time. very coincidental that she was in here because yeah. she also has done some improv stuff, which I feel like improv shows, I've seen one from you and hers, like, mortifying. I'm... Whoa, yeah. I thought mine no, went no, no, pretty no, no, well. No, 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 to be, to be, to be, to be in it. Yeah, backpedal, let's go. <laughs> mortifying for you specifically, Yeah, Nick, oh my God, yeah. he was so oh, bad. Yours was, yours was horrible. <laughs> yeah. But for other people, I just feel like, no, but I feel like it's got to be so scary. Yeah. Because you've, you're forced to be funny and you have to get there somehow. Yeah, on the spot. Yeah, and it was fortunate in that, like, the one I saw from her, and maybe it's because obviously I have, like, a personal connection to the people who are in the shows, but, like, they were funny. Um, but, man, some, like, other sketches, too, it's like, oh, no. Oh, God. Yeah. Notice like, how hers was funny? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, well, do you want to tackle zip, 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 Yeah. So I, it's, it's a warm-up game that you do in improv um, to kind of stay loose and silly. And the idea is you sort of clap and point at someone, and you say, and if you're starting it up, you say zip. Mm-hmm. And then that person claps and points to someone else and says zap. And zop, you know, like, and it goes in that mm-hmm. circle, you know, like obviously there's more than three people generally. Um, so, you know, you're like kind of going back and forth. And it, the idea is that it, you know, teaches you to like kind of be present and like be paying attention and listening to where people are at mm-hmm. and reacting quick. So it's all the things. But you don't have to do part. anything else. You're just saying those words and just clapping. a warm up. Oh, interesting. I thought there was some sort of like, and then whoever got zop has to do something or whatever. Oh, oh interesting. I like that there's a warm up for yeah. improv. It's like exercising. Get the giggle yeah. juice is flowing. Yeah. No. Get that, and then you drink some giggle juice Absolutely. just to get ready. The key to good comedy is a gla- juice. And good podcasting. Yes. Yeah. Good Tall go- glass of <laughs> hoppy giggle juice. Um, did you have anything on your list? We covered Nick's question. In- um, I wanted to talk about how, so I'm in the dating world, mm. and something that I think about a lot is if someone's funny or not, and that's very, that can be very hard to tell especially on like a dating profile mm. and there is nothing worse than going on a date with someone and them not understanding your sense of humor Ooh. like that's a really really unfortunate feeling yeah because <laughs> it's tr- like it's over like you know right away it's not gonna work. work yeah and i've kind of realized that that's 
one of, if not the most important, like quality in a person. Not that they necessarily have to be cracking jokes all the time, but at least that they can understand my humor and like riff off it a little bit. Yeah. Because otherwise it's just not going to work out. Yeah. I, um, everybody thinks I'm funny, so I don't know what that's like, but right. I mean, if I were you. No, I, I totally agree. It's definitely like a vibe, that's a big in- indicator of like the vibe between mm-hmm. you guys, if you can riff like that. It's yeah. a compatibility thing too. Yeah. Yeah. Man, that would be interesting to be like, totally like you're trying and trying and trying to be funny <laughs> and then the other person yeah the did head. you have an experience like that recently that um not too recently mm-hmm. but it's happened on like a few dates i've yeah. been on and i try and like i don't know you like try and give someone a chance yeah and you're like oh maybe they'll be like funny in person but they're usually <laughs> not so i when i when i find something very funny obviously like the normal human response would be to laugh But I feel like when I find something very funny in, like, a smart way, I'm not laughing. I'll go, like, oh, wow, that's very funny. Mm. Is that that just me? Or do you guys feel like if you find something super funny on, like, oh, that was, like, kind of well thought out, you don't laugh? There's definitely stuff that I don't laugh at that I think is funny. But Um, for me, that's, like, the highest mm -hmm. type of appreciation of, like, oh, wow, that was actually funny. Interesting. Yeah. I, I definitely I've I've heard I've heard people say that I, I'm in mm. a similar camp where like I'll I'll be like oh yeah that's really great but I generally will laugh along with it mm. but I think that's because like for all the time I spend like performing stand up and stuff like I would hate people to be just like ah uh, yes agreed <laughs> 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 you sir nailed it Funny. Like, really They're... I like how you phrase that yeah. sentence yeah yeah <laughs> I see what you did there kind <laughs> sir <laughs> I know what your game is yeah. But there's like force laugh, like you know, I don't know. And there's a total, a ton of different kinds of laugh. Force laugh. Mm-hmm. I do that with Which, you every day. Yeah, yeah. yeah I figured. <laughs> I you could tell right away too if someone's doesn't really find it funny. Yeah. But you're just trying to make them feel good because that's that's painful when yeah. someone says something that's like not funny, but you think they need to like hear a laugh. <laughs> I'm gonna give this to you. Yeah. <laughs> You've had a day. Yeah. Oh man. Well, I don't know. I, I I covered a lot. This was really funny. Um, should we end it with sharing maybe like our favorite comedian? Yeah. Right now or of all time? Ooh. Yeah. Why don't you Fun go first? caveat. I have. So I would say. Well, I'm now. I'm gonna name a few. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> um, but I love Ellen. <laughs> Noted her in this episode. Um, she was never like on SNL, but I still watch her stand up and laugh. I think the fact that she has a talk show where she has a monologue every day mm. that's still funny is really impressive. Um, but then other than her like SNL people, I'd still say like Amy Poehler and Tina Fey. Mm. As a with, combo? Like, yeah. Or, yeah. Yeah. As a combo. They're still my favorites to watch. Yeah. Just quick aside. Have you read Bossy Fans? Yes. So good. So good. I still haven't read that. Oh, it's for, for the listeners, that's Tina Fey's uh, autobiography. It's fantastic. Now, I've my sister has read it, and I would hear her laugh while reading the mm-hmm. book. Do you guys laugh while reading things? I do not have that capacity within my body to do. I've never laughed from, like, reading something, I feel like. I have the ability. It's hard, though. Yeah. Like, yeah. satire and other written forms of humor are a whole nother level. Because mm. they have to be witty. They have to be concise they like or like 
it's just it's such a beast give it one of those fast nasally exhales mm-hmm. mm. yeah <laughs> right. i don't know how to read so i'm oh i wouldn't really be able to yeah but um if i could then maybe i'd laugh um mine i think it's gonna be chris isn't it's it? probably gonna be crystalia um i also really am i will i really do like dimitri martin just kind of as a whole he hasn't had tons of new stuff recently but um at least i don't think but i find him to be very funny but i don't laugh really at him it's just he's smart to me he's he's that guy where you're like oh yeah yeah exactly exactly um there's a, a ton that i love but i think those are probably two notable ones now I feel very ashamed of my favorite because it's super mainstream now. Mm-hmm. I love John Mulaney. Oh, I think he is yeah. absolutely brilliant. Interesting. Very, very funny. We need to talk about this later. I would love to. I we can talk I, about him forever. I don't yeah. I don't I can't get on the, the bandwagon with him. Oh. So clearly you have a shitty sense of humor. Yeah. yeah. That's what it's reduced to so. verses. We should <laughs> we do a to make separate it podcast just about John Mulaney. Just a debate. Debating. Maybe Ooh. he'll be on. Yeah, Ooh. you never know. You never know. You have to listen to find out if he's going to be on. So true. Yeah. We could have, can we debate about this? You know, yeah. this is a special mm. episode. Yeah, we yeah. would not do well in that. No, <laughs> no, not a good debater. No. Um, all right. Great. What do we say? Well, thanks for joining us, Nick. Thank you so yeah. much for having me. I've, yeah. This podcast has been going on for a while now. Yeah, you've been listening for so long. I have. You've been listening to everything. Avid listener. Yeah. First time guest. Um, yeah. Just waiting for the day that I would get pinged from one of you guys saying, can you appear on our podcast? And, yeah. and paid handsomely, I might add. Yes. yes. I paid a lot to be yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um Yeah, I'm annoyed because the podcast, we had to re-upload them, and they all have the same, the first like five episodes have the same start date. Mm. But this this has been going on for quite some time yeah years this is episode nine yeah which is crazy mm-hmm. we're gonna have a nice little decade a de- what's yeah. ten a decade ten, ten, the a ten. Ten. <laughs> but there's like a nice yeah. fancier a name deca a deca something, yeah. something episode yeah. celebration yeah, we're gonna have a celebration yeah for ten yeah but thanks for being thanks for being a part of the like Second best yeah, one. I was gonna say. So now that we've talked up ten, I feel yeah. really glad. Yeah. <laughs> you guys know how to make a guy feel special. Oh, that's what we do here. Um, all right. All right. Thanks, everybody. Thanks. Thank Thanks you. for listening. Bye. Bye.